The Brewers have themselves a new backstop, and our very own Doug Russell got to talk to the man who brought him to Milwaukee. Yeah, it was a position really of need that the Brewers had by bringing in now former Dodger Yasmani Grandal, who Brewers fans may only know from his struggles in the NLCS last October, but there's certainly more to Grandal than that. He's long been considered one of the best defensive catchers in baseball and has more home runs than any other catcher in baseball over the last four years, and he did that while playing in Dodger Stadium, not exactly known as a hitter's ballpark. For Grandal himself, this was his first time dipping his toe into free agency. I mean, it was a little stressful, but uh, it was my first time through it, and, uh, you know, I learned from it. So the fact that I'm here, you know, it's very, very, very exciting for me, for my family, and, you know, can't wait to get going. Grandal also loved what he saw from the team he helped eliminate in the postseason last October. The fact that they did that, you know, uh, it shows that they're built to win, and they're built to win now, so... For me, it was just a matter of getting onto uh, another contending team and hopefully helping them uh, reach their goals, and that's where I stand now. As I already mentioned, Grandal's 89 home runs, the most by any catcher the last four years in Major League Baseball. Now he gets to hit at Miller Park. I love hitting here. I love playing here. Um, I also took into account why we wanted to come here. So it's going to be exciting to be away from uh, those pitcher-friendly ballparks. For me, it's a challenge. After his introductory news conference, I had a chance to catch up with the man that landed him, Brewers GM David Stearns. Big day. You've got uh, got a new backstop in the fold. We have a new catcher. Very excited to add Yasmani Grandal to our organization. We think he's a, a very good fit for our roster, very good fit for our organization at this time, and we think he addresses um, one of our relative needs. As far as the, the process to get him in the fold, I think it surprised a lot of people around baseball. How long have you been working on it? Like a lot of free agents, you're in contact at, at really the front end of free agency. So we had been discussing with his agent off and on since um, shortly after the end of the World Series. It probably really didn't get serious um, until very close to, to when we reached an agreement. And sometimes that's how these things work. Sometimes um, you just line up at the right time. Both sides are ready to move. Um, and that's, that's where we were. Sometimes the sample size that local fans see isn't necessarily a fair representation. Obviously, you struggled a little bit in the postseason last year. What can you tell Brewers fans that only saw that from Yasmani? Yeah, we're, we're, we're very comfortable with the much larger sample um, of Yasmani's career and most importantly what he's done over the last three or four years and a tremendous amount of playing time. This has been one of the most productive catchers in all of baseball over the last four years um, and and I'm sure he's motivated uh, to prove to, to our local fans that um, that he is one of the best catchers in baseball. In terms of other free agents, what does this signing do for your flexibility with other players the rest of the offseason? Well, this is this is a major acquisition and, and it, it takes a major commitment um, uh, on the part of the organization to, to make an acquisition like this. We'll remain um, active throughout the remainder of the offseason. There's plenty of time left. Um, certainly we learned that last year where we had a flurry of activity in January. We didn't sign Wade Miley until spring training. Uh, so I imagine that the offseason will carry on again as it did last year uh, well into late February and March. A lot of our listeners like to go down to spring training to uh, see the Brewers in Phoenix. It's not Maryville Baseball Park anymore, but kind of a new facility. What can fans expect when they go down there? It's going to be a world-class facility both for fans and players. And um, it's going to be the premier facility in Arizona. It, it, we're very excited to get it open, very excited to allow our fans to experience the intimacy um, that they're going to continue to have um, at the facility along with some of the modern amenities uh, that the newer complexes now have. So it's going to be, it's going to be great um, 
we're very excited to open it. Brewers Fields at Phoenix wow. uh, will be it's it, the same place, but and the stadium will look the same itself, but they've completely redone the rest of the complex. They put in new seats in the stadium, so they were kind of sun-faded, as you might suspect, in uh, Phoenix all summer long. Uh, where, where it was once blue, eh, not so much. Now it's blue again. So it'll be really nice, and it will feel new again for Brewers fans going down to the former Maryville Baseball Park. It used to be like very unique for a fan to go down to spring training. You'd, you'd be an outlier. Now thousands go. Yeah. And, uh, and not just from here either. I mean, Chicago, you can't get a Cubs ticket to a preseason mm-hmm. game, uh, a Cactus League game, because they just take the place over. And that's why Arizona and Florida really compete for Major League clubs, because they know what it does to their economy. It's it's like when public money goes for Miller Park or Pfizer Forum or places like that. They do the same thing in Arizona. Now, the Brewers paid for the expansion uh, in Phoenix because they just didn't want to deal with the local uh, governments anymore, so they kind of took on ownership of the renovation and the ballpark itself so that's somewhat unique 